If you ask anybody from my childhood, every single one of them will tell you that teaching is the only thing I've ever wanted to do my entire life. I've been a photographer for more than 10 years, and after quitting my career as an elementary school teacher, I decided I wanted to help other photographers just like you build the business of their dreams. I shoot it all from weddings to families and everything in between. You'll hear me share the ins and outs of how I run my photography business by showing up as my true authentic self. I promise that I won't filter anything out. I'll give you the good with the bad and every emotional breakdown in between because if we're being honest, we've all been there. Hey there, I'm your host, Ellie, your Spike Seltzer loving lifestyle and portrait photographer, and now educator here in the low country of South Carolina, and you're listening to Outlast, the podcast for authentic and genuine photographers. So go ahead, grab yourself a drink, and let's get down to it. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Outlast, a podcast for authentic and genuine photographers. I am super excited to share with you guys that I've had a friend staying with us for about a week and a half, and she's down here on a work trip, and we have been having so much fun together. I've taken her to all of my favorite local restaurants, and I'm finally getting the chance to go out and explore Hilton Head like a tourist for the first time in the 10 years that I've lived here. Something else that I've been working super hard at is to get this beach photography course ready for you. There are so many things that go into developing a course and I have been hustling and I am so excited to release it just before summer starts so that you have it in time so that you can learn how to take awesome beach pictures for yourselves. As a thank you for tuning into this episode, I want to share a freebie with you. If you find yourself totally overwhelmed with your workload, you should consider outsourcing it. I know that this has kind of become a buzzword lately, and a lot of people don't know what it means or they think they can't afford it, but I have created a freebie with four things in my business that I let other people handle. I know, a shocker because I'm such a control freak, but I do this so that I can give myself more time. All outsourcing is, is it's when you delegate tasks to someone else or find ways to streamline things so that you aren't stressed to the max. So there will be a link to that freebie down at the bottom of the show notes, and I would love it if you downloaded it and let me know how it helped you free up more time in your life. Now that I said my next episode was originally going to be about opening a photography studio, and it kind of still is, but I've been getting a question so much, so I wanted to answer this early on in the podcast. So this episode will tie into my next one, unless I change my mind again, about owning your crap and being proud of yourself. This episode today is for all the teachers out there who feel stuck or anyone else who might feel stuck in a job that's just sucking the life out of them. If you ask anybody from my childhood, every single one of them will tell you that teaching is the only thing I've ever wanted to do my entire life. I had this whole 10-year plan about opening up my own in-home Montessori preschool, and I was already shopping around for the furniture that would go inside it when I was 13 years old. I had goals from a young age, okay? Fast forward to my 20s when I finally graduated college and my dream of becoming a teacher came true. Only it wasn't as much as it was cracked up to be. 
Teaching is a tireless and almost thankless job. Sure, you see those posts from the occasional parent that talks about how much they appreciate the teachers of the world and everybody chimes in and comments saying that they couldn't possibly do what teachers do every day. It doesn't really make a teacher feel any better. At least it didn't for me anyway. I was making less than $500 a week and then I was putting about a hundred of that back into my classroom, buying snacks for my kids who couldn't bring any from home, paying off my kids' lunch debts for the parents who couldn't afford to do it, buying supplies, and so many other things to make the classroom more comfortable because we spent so much time in there. I just couldn't keep it up anymore. And if you want to learn more about how I became a photographer at a young age, I'm going to link that blog post in the show notes. So the first reason that I knew it was time for me to quit teaching is because my mental health was declining and it was declining fast. I feel like if you need a medication just to be able to survive your job, or if you need to add a second medication on because your job just keeps getting worse, that is not a healthy way to live. And I was in that position. It was taking a toll on my relationships. And after talking and repeating myself to the kids all day long, the last thing that I wanted to do was come home and have a conversation with my husband. I'm really thankful for him being so understanding and sticking it out with me because it was hard. I kind of joked that I had two first days as a full-time photographer. My first first day was the last day of school when I was my last day of being a teacher. But since I was still technically being paid because we have our paychecks broken up year round, I didn't really consider myself a full-time photographer until August when all of my teacher friends went back to school and I was still on my couch. I wrote a blog post about my first official week as a photographer, and I'll link that in the show notes, but it has been so amazing. I can't even begin to explain the burden that was lifted off my shoulders just by being able to wake up whenever I wanted without needing an alarm. I mean, some days I have a sunrise session, so I still need to wake up at 5 a.m., but for the most part, I can wake up on my own, which has been so great for my mental health. Not to mention the fact that I can pretty much take a nap anytime I want during the day and I don't have to make sure that I'm in bed by a certain time. I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel like I'm the most productive between 10 p.m. and 1 a.m. I just kind of get in this groove of working and before I know it, midnight has come and gone. So if you're like me and your current job is draining you mentally, emotionally, and maybe even physically, you need to take a step back and ask yourself if it's really worth it. It's really hard to pour into other people if you can't pour into yourself first. The second reason that I knew it was time to quit teaching is when I didn't have enough time to do all my photography tasks during my downtime at home, so I found myself having to answer emails, planning shoots, and other things during school hours. It's probably not the best to admit, but I just couldn't turn my brain off, and I found that photography was creeping into my teaching lane. It never took away from my teaching focus or the quality of lessons that I was giving my kids, but I could definitely feel my passion shifting, and I just knew that it was time for a change. Maybe you can blame that on the fact that I grew up in the military and I was used to moving every two years and having to pick up and start my life over, but I can't take it when things stay the same for too long. 
If you find yourself distracted at work, always thinking about what's next for your photography or whatever business you're in, you need to make a decision before it's too late and one of your jobs, your coworkers, or even your clients start to suffer. This is when I really started to depend on HoneyBook as my client management system and I was using it to schedule out emails and keep all my projects organized. HoneyBook has been the biggest lifesaver for me and my business. I'm not overbooking myself or forgetting about sessions that I scheduled anymore. And I'm super embarrassed to admit that I used to forget about sessions, but I haven't forgotten one since using HoneyBook. If you're curious whether HoneyBook can work for you or not, I'd love to give you 20% off your subscription. Just head over to the link at the bottom of the show notes and sign up. There was one point that I thought, okay, HoneyBook's great, but there has to be something better, right? Wrong. I tried other CRMs like Dubsado, Sprout Studio, 17 Hats, and they just didn't compare. I liked the layout and the aesthetic of HoneyBook, and I couldn't imagine switching. They've got me for life. The third reason for quitting is that the money made sense. Once I started making more money in a day and a half of photography than I made in an entire paycheck every two weeks teaching, it was just kind of a no-brainer. Making so much went hand-in-hand with raising my prices and charging a livable salary, though. Once I realized the importance of charging your worth is when I really started noticing a shift in my business, and I owe a lot of that to Cassie Clayshul, who is the best newborn photographer in Bluffton. All the time, she talks about how important it is to charge enough for you to make a livable wage and not undercut your local market. She even has a series on her blog with pricing excuses she hears from photographers, and she helps other photographers to price profitably. If you want to read more from her blog, I'll link it in the show notes. There's just so many things that play into charging what you're worth. If you're charging $150 for these mini sessions, you're going to get those difficult clients that are impossible to please, and they want something for nothing. You're also going to be working yourself to death because everybody wants the cheap photographer and you'll end up getting burned out and hate what you do. Trust me, I have also been there. It didn't take me long last summer to realize that I needed to raise my prices so that I could work less while charging more and wouldn't you believe it, but I started getting better clients. Sure, I had some of my clients say that I was out of their budget and I appreciated their honesty. And while I really wish I could have helped them, I realized that it was important for me to stand my ground and not reduce my pricing. I ended the summer on such a high note. I was still working almost every single night at the beach, even after raising my prices for three times, but the clients that were finding me at the end of the summer were so much better than the ones that I was working with at the beginning of summer. There's a lot that goes into pricing, but you really should not be intimidated by it. I think that money is the biggest factor that played into my decision to finally quit. Once I was able to consistently book clients and have a steady stream of income, also thanks to raising my prices, I was finally able to make my decision final. If you aren't sure whether you can confidently replace 
and hopefully improve your current income before quitting the job that you're in, you might want to pump the brakes until you're sure. It does take a bit of budgeting and being able to stretch your income from your good months to cover your lack of income during the slow months, but with determination, I am sure you'll be able to get it. Whatever your holdback might be, I would recommend researching and asking other people in your industry to see if it's really as much of a problem as you think it is. Find people who have been in similar situations as you and find out what they did to get out of their situation. I really wish there was a cut and dry time to tell you when and how to quit your job, even if it's been your dream job, but there's no such thing. It takes a lot of hustle and a lot of heart. But if you're willing to stick it out through the good times and the bad, I think you'll be surprised at what you can accomplish. I am always here to answer any questions you have, and I promise that I will be your biggest cheerleader. I just want to remind you to check out the outsourcing freebie at the bottom of the show notes to see how you can manage your life better. And if you think that you need a new client management system, Don't forget to sign up for HoneyBook with my 20% off discount and try it out for yourself. Tune in next time where I'll talk about owning your accomplishments and being able to say, you're right. When someone compliments you or says you've been doing an awesome job instead of making excuses and just being awkward because I used to be there, but I have since learned and now I own it when somebody compliments me. See you next time. You just listened to another episode of Outlast, a podcast for authentic and genuine photographers. I want to say thank you for tuning in because without your support, I would not be where I am today. Don't forget to check out the show notes for all of the links that I mentioned in the post and to recap everything that I talked about. Like I said, I am your biggest cheerleader and I am here for whatever you need. Don't be afraid to email me or DM me and reach out with any of your questions. I'm here for you. I know that you can be an amazing photographer too.